anniversary this weekend of the first ever game between the Gold Coast Suns match. And um, wanted to know more about it. I obviously didn't get, didn't play overly well in the game, but still the experience would have been cool, yeah. I would have thought, and just bringing this brand new team in. And um, let's let's learn a bit about it. The coach of the Gold Coast Suns on that night, and it was Guy McKenna, and now he's coaching the Bomora Sharks. And we say good evening to Bluey. G'day, Bluey. G'day, fellas. How are we? Yeah, great, mate. How are you? Hopefully you're okay. Um, tell us, tell us about that night, mate. Yeah. Is he left us? Uh, yeah. I'm just counting him up. I reckon we had uh, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 11, 12 debutants that night. So, <laughs> yeah, our first game, all exciting, and, uh, you know, Gary Ablett, the captain, all that sort of stuff. So it was, um, you know, again, um, Metricon was being um, redeveloped. So our home games that year, of course, were up at the Gather. So it was semi sort of real. But, yeah, it was just great after two years of sort of setting up the club to play our first uh, AFL game, of course. Guys, was here. Who out of that sort of bunch sort of impressed you the most that might not have been accustomed to uh, playing that standard of football? Um, well, I mean, I, we had a, a couple of fellas from, from Collingwood on you. Um, Daniel Harris was up from North. Uh, I mean, obviously the older blokes, uh, you know, but they, they were used to it. But um, look, probably you know, blokes like Trent McKenzie, even Charlie Dixon. He was the first player who kicked the first goal for for Gold Coast ever in the in the competition. Um, you know, he you know he performed. Um, you know, but as a as a big young forward should. But you know, I thought he held his own. As said, Trent McKenzie picked up a, enough of the pill. Um, but yeah, generally, I mean, for most of the first two seasons, let's be honest, we were being carried by you know the six to seven senior players we had. What was the what was the build up like? Do you remember? Um, obviously, of brand new players, you had the number one player in the league at the time in Gary Ablett Junior. Um, but what was the build up like towards this? Because this is a brand new team that you were introducing to the AFL. Was there any extra pressure that you you had on yourself? Do you think? Uh, no, I didn't really see it that way. I mean, obviously, we were clearly, you know, going to be one of the youngest teams ever to go around. And, you know, um, you know, I'd speak to, obviously, Nick, who I'd worked with and, and, and mentored, and, and even Blighty, who was on the board. I mean, you know, both of them at stages just said, well, I'm sorry, mate, I can't, can't help you too much because I haven't, I haven't spoken to... Um, uh, you know, uh, sorry, we haven't worked with, um, you know, 11 to 10 sort of debutants, you know, with an 18-year-old playing in your first game of, uh, of football. So, you know, we can help help you with the old blokes, with the young kids, and we, we can help you with two or three at a time, but, you know, not the numbers we had. So it was all sort of quite daunting, of course, and, you know, obviously the result was the result probably expected. I mean, I'm just looking at the, the numbers of games. I mean, we went into that game with, you know, just under 1,200 games, and, you know, Carlton were at 1,700, so 500 games right. more experience. I mean, I mean, what do you expect? And, you know, like for the first few years, I used to say, it's like the year 10s playing the year 12s. You know, we just had to to get um, uh, growing up as far as the physical side of things and growing up inside of, of, of understanding football better. And, you know, that was always going to take time. And like most kids, I always say, it takes three or four years. And so that was certainly on the cards. I, well, one thing I do remember, I mean, obviously the build-up was, um, you know, as I said, and internally as well. I mean, some of the boys that, you know, were very good players in their own states and own regions had come and, you know, you know from the AIS as well, and they'd never actually suffered any sort of um, um, disappointment in their life. They've never been dropped or never been left out of a side. So there's a fair, fair, fair crew that missed out. And, um, yeah, a few there was tears shed, of course, because it was the first time they had to deal with it. And 
you know, and a reverberation of that was it was the first time some parents had to deal with it as well. Mm. What? My son, my, my son's not being picked. What? Is he no good? And, you know, what are you doing? And all that sort of stuff. So internally, there was a little bit of um, putting out some pies and all that sort of stuff. But as you said, I still remember the, the Monday after we, we sort of got to, together in the administration um, building, or Donger as we used to call it, uh, a Monday, and just uh, the sad looks on everyone's faces. And I sort of looked around the room and I said, oh, we've got to change this. I mean, you know, one, what were you expecting? You know, <laughs> basically over half the side sort of teenagers. I mean, come on, we're playing up against men here and an established club for over 100 years. Mm. We're playing our very first game. And I just, you know, the first thing that came to me, he said, you know what? We'll never be this inexperienced ever again. <laughs> I said, because David Swallow, because David Swallow just played his first AFL game alongside Gary Ablett. I said, he'll now go into next week playing his second. So bit by bit, you know, we'll get better. I said, it's just think about your kids and think about your own schooling. Just remember when you jumped into year eight, how daunting it was, out of primary school, into year eight. And how, and how were you for that first day at school? How were you for the first week? And by the end of the term, you were trying to, you were strutting around like a year 12. So just understand it takes time, you know. Rome wasn't built in a day and these boys won't be built in a day. So just be patient. And we've had some sort of time to reflect and we don't like to sort of go back and play on in hindsight, but in hindsight, was there things that should have been done different? Uh, well, within the rules, uh, well, I mean, if you wanted to change the rules, of course you could. Yep. <laughs> but, as I said, we had obviously a salary cap that we could go out and attract players, but again, in the, the AFL modelling, all those type of things, it was sort of done two years out, and I said there was just this huge spike in footy spend, and you know, we went from about a mid mid uh, mid footy uh, department spend, you know, based in in 2008. But by the time we started, in, you know, 2011, um, you know, we weren't ranked eighth or ninth in spend. We were almost ranked 25th in spend. You know, um, but yeah, I mean, clearly it was probably too many. Too, too young, but again, our access to players and senior players, well, you know, again, most of the, the talented ones we were going after, well, they just weren't afraid, they were not prepared for the hard yards, and that's why I get a little bit ticked off with players having a go at Gary Ablett, oh, he just came for the money, well, no, he didn't, I mean, he came to build something, and we were certainly on the way, and I mean, his shoulder um, obviously busted in that 2014 season, but, you know, Stephen May wasn't a household name, but surprise, surprise, Years later, he's down at Melbourne and he's won a premiership, you know. Mm. And I'd like to think that Gary, the club, everyone, his teammates around him helped develop Stephen May into the footballer he is. Charlie Dixon, you know, they're all talking about Port, Port Adelaide now can't function without Charlie Dixon. Again, he started where, you know, uh, he started his, um, his his trade at Gold Coast. You know, Tom Lynch is another one. And, yeah, I mean, all those boys started there. Um, but ultimately, I, I think we were just too young at that stage. But, um, but the senior players <laughs> weren't coming weren't coming uh, freely and it was hard to prize um, those players out of the clubs. I mean, the AFL modelling had, had us um, well, pinching, but getting a player, our, our rules where we could get a player, one player from each club, well, in the end we had to take eight players from eight different clubs because the other eight clubs didn't want to come. Yeah, we had some really good interesting conversations with some players, but uh, thanks but no thanks. Um, so it was difficult. Um, so yeah, to attract those players, and you know, as it said, yeah, it was certainly hard yards, but certainly the I thought the sun was starting to shine in that last year. But um, mm. obviously, the board and the club thought otherwise. Yeah, no, that one's always a bit confusing. Um, can we reveal now, Bluey, that uh, which players you you were after um, that didn't actually quite get there? Is there any names in, off the top of your head that you can remember? Uh, yes, well, the ones I can speak to that we actually spoke to, Matthew Pavlich was one, um, Chip Frawley, 
probably the other one. I think I rang Travis Boak as well. Um, and so, you know, they're common denominator between those three. They're all one. They're obviously uh, terrific players um, and obviously play across different parts of the ground, but also just very good people. Yep. You know, so it was always going to be hard to, to prize them out of, of their own clubs and given, you know, their their sort of uh, history already with that club and where they were going. Um, you know, so, yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was very... It was very difficult at the start. Have you um, received a call from Adam Simpson about a game down at West Coast? I'm sure you would have. Thanks, you made a mind. Go uh, back to you. He's, he's a, um, a red-haired fellow, um, and he's not moving too well, but he's trying to warm up for West Coast. It's not you, is it, Louis? And, uh, <laughs> I said, well, at my age now, I go and kick on my right leg, and my left hamstring wants to snap. So I'm trying to work that out. So. Um, but uh, yeah, well, and again, well, again, no one—it's all—it's all relative, relative. Because yeah, Adam Simpson, premiership coach. Well, mate, you have ten players go out of your side, and you fill them up with Dad's army and and and, um, uh, and some young players. Well, good luck trying to beat anyone. Um, mm. You know, and I've seen Alistair Clarkson go through his great uh, premiership years, and then he have a, a bottom out with a, with a list and, he, and go into a young list. And I've seen him win five games in the season. So it's not, you know. Um, yeah, coaching is coaching, but you know, and, and, and Mick Mick Moldhouse, who coached over a thousand games, and he's been down the bottom of ladders too with a, a very young list. It, it's just hard because the boys can only compete for so long. Um, and again, I just reference that by saying it's like the year tens playing the year twelves, and in, and for the workers out there that aren't used to football, I say it's like a if you want to go and have a, you own a business, you want a game of golf on Friday, who are you going to throw the keys to? The first year apprentice or the fourth year apprentice? You know, mm. um, of course you're going to throw him to the fourth year apprentice because you can trust him, you can rely on him. Yes, he's going to still make a few mistakes, but generally he's going to make a lot less mistakes than that um, first year apprentice who's probably going to be asleep on the wheel at the wheel uh, come Wednesday. Do you still harbour sort of uh, senior coaching? Is that still well, on the cards he's a for you? Star at the minute with the Sharks. No. Don't pry me out of Bo Morris, please. Oh, I mean, of course you. Um, I mean, I'd love to do it and all those sorts of things. But you know, out of, out of sight, out of mind. Uh, I'm not expecting uh, to get a phone call soon. All those sorts of things. I'm certainly doing some study on the side to to add another string to your bow because certainly what I'm hearing about in the AFL. Uh, circles is it's um, you know it's it's sort of um, jack of all trades, uh, master of none type of works. With the old days, you could actually have one person doing the one job. Now it's sort of one person doing two or three jobs, which yep. is fine. Um, you know, and that's you know, that, and you sort of have to do that as a senior coach. So you're well versed for that. And I've certainly done the gamut of you know the coaching and opposition coaching and midfield coaching and all that sort of stuff. It, it's actually quite surprising. I think there's only one year. It being a defender, I've actually only ever coached the back line once. In my whole uh, 25 years of actually coaching, I mean, I, I was, as I said, the first year at Collingwood, I was the um, backline coach. Then I jumped straight to opposition, uh, and then eventually finished as a midfield coach. And and then at Essendon again, I was only the midfield coach there. And then in between that was the senior coach. So I've actually never, as I said, fully um, you know coached a, a defensive group, um, you know, for an extended period. So um, does that blow your mind? Like you obviously cut your teeth there, and I mean, all Australian, defense. yeah, and. Um, Unbelievable defenders. Does that just like do you question that? Uh, well, it's, it's just opportunity and all that sort of stuff. But uh, I know I used to put a lot of grey hairs on Mick's head about zoning off and uh, playing off my man, and he used to throw barbs out that uh, Kevin Sheedy reckons you play from here to Peru from your man and all that sort of stuff. I'm thinking, oh, okay, what's he trying to get at? And then then I quickly worked out, well, how would you know that, Mick? You never speak to Kevin Sheedy. So, um, I think he was just trying to wind me up, um, which generally worked most most times. But um, I did. Uh, 
I've often uh, joked with my friends, I think I think I was one of the first few that uh, used to like to zone off a fair bit because I didn't like to play on anyone. So, um, Fair enough. Yeah, all that, oh. yeah, all that uh, sort of stuff. But, yeah, it's just, um, it is. It's, uh, but I'm certainly enjoying my time, you know, being able to, to, to coach the coaches in cricket um, and look at some talented kids um, like we're doing today. And then, um, and then um, look... Um, Sorry, boys, I'm going to have to shoot. I've got this yep. very yeah. important... No, very good. I really appreciate it, mate. No, thanks, guys. Appreciate thanks it. So